0: This is the Straight Truth Podcast, biblical answers to difficult questions from a Christian worldview. Pastor, in 1 Peter 1 and 2, there's this extended section of instructions that present the relationship between holiness and then the reception of God's word. So there, there's the command, you should be holy for I am holy, the Lord says. And then Peter, uh, makes his point. He quotes that from the Old Testament to substantiate that point. He also talks about obedience to the truth leads to a life of purity and love, and that comes from the living and abiding Word of God, mm. which has been preached to us, which is also the kind of spiritual milk that we need to grow into a holy person. James 1 uh, also makes this the same point by saying, be doers of the Word and not hearers only. So here's my question. How important is is it that believers take this relationship seriously, the relationship between holiness and reception of the Word of God, if they're to make progress in the Christian life?
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, what we're talking about really is continuing along the same pathway where we started. You know, they're, 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 The Lord had to do a work in our hearts to save us that involved a principle of holiness. And, and that's what Peter talks about in verse 22 of chapter one where he says, having purified your souls by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love. And I think he has in mind there our conversion, mm-hmm. you know, the, our obedience to the gospel, mm-hmm. which we know was the result of regeneration. The Lord mm-hmm. did a work in our hearts, the new birth that made us a people who are receptive to the gospel message. Outside of the new birth, um, we love darkness, we love sin, we're not going to come to Christ. So the new birth precedes faith in the Christian life. So there was a principle of holiness, the work of the Spirit of God, that allowed, that that granted to us a desire for what the gospel represented, that granted to us a desire for Christ. So, So holiness was there in our initial reception of the Word of God. And then as Peter goes on to describe it, this same holiness is necessary for our progress in the knowledge of the Word of God. So there is no progress our knowledge of God's word apart from holiness. Uh, He says in verse one of chapter two, put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. And then joins right to that, the second verse, like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk that by it you may grow up into salvation if indeed you've tasted that the Lord is good. If indeed you've tasted that the Lord is good. If you've begun on this pathway, you've got to continue the same way, laying all these things aside that you might receive the pure spiritual milk of the Word of God. And as you mentioned, James makes the same connection that we're not just to be hearers of the Word only, we're to be doers of the Word of God. And if we're not doers, we are self-deceived. So progress in the knowledge of Scripture involves the holiness of obedience. Taking what the Bible says, submitting to it, walking in it, uh, doing what it says in every realm of our lives. It involves the thought life, the attitudes, the will, uh, the behaviors. And this is how we grow. Can somebody grow without the Word of God? No, no. There's no way to grow spiritually without Scripture. And in the same way, there's no way to grow spiritually without obedience to Scripture, without holiness. And and I think this is, instructive on a very practical level. you know. Sometimes people are struggling in their walk with God and they wonder why.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and one thing we all need to examine is, what do I know that I'm not applying? Mm. What do I know that I'm ignoring? Mm. What is scripture calling me to that I've not obeyed? And, and we, we all know that there'll be sin to confess until we're glorified. So nobody's fully living up to all the knowledge they have. But there's a difference between sins of weakness and intentional negligence uh, with respect to what the Bible's given us for obedience. So, in my life, am I am I actively resisting what the Lord is saying to me in Scripture, or am I walking in what I know? And so, if I if I'm if I want to grow, I've got to obey.
0: Yeah, and I think especially in today's. Um culture in today's age, uh, there really is no excuse, given the m- amount of access we have to the Word of God mm. in every country and, and, and uh, nearly every language. Obviously there are many, many uh, uh, places, indigenous people groups who don't have a written language, um, but there really is no excuse for those of us, especially in Western countries. And, but what about the people, you know, and um, let's just say with history as our guide, you know, those who only received the word or could receive it in Latin mass, let's say, you know, before, prior to the reformation, mm-hmm. You know, how is it that um, that in a situation like that, you know, somebody might grow as a believer? Is it just shared knowledge passed down, constantly repeating,
1: memorizing those sorts of things? Yeah, absolutely. I I think you make a great point, which is why I think sometimes even we've we've westernized uh, the Christian life in some in some ways. Instead of getting our idea of the Christian life from the Bible, we've gotten it more from our our traditions, our culture, how we've lived. Mm -hmm. So for us, you know, growth in the scripture means a daily quiet time, for example, right? So I've got my own personal copy of the scriptures Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna get up with my coffee in the morning Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna read the Bible. And all those things are wonderful and right and good and people need to do it. And I I do believe there is um, a responsibility imparted through those kinds of privileges. I mean, Mm -hmm. to have your own personal copy of God's word and not access it Mm -hmm. is a great sin, Mm -hmm. but when you think about, as you said, with history as our as our teacher, generations of believers, mm-hmm. prior to the printing press, for example, who did not have their personal, a mm-hmm. personal copy of the scriptures, how do you grow spiritually? And the answer is through the teaching that would have taken place in the church, in families, through memorization of scripture, mm-hmm. in the cases of unhealthy and unfaithful churches, just, just hearing the yeah. Word of God, like as you said in a Latin Mass. Mm-hmm. I think about what uh, Martin Lloyd-Jones said about the Lord's table, I've always rejoiced in this thought that even, even where churches, or now in some cases even false churches, now they've abandoned the gospel mm-hmm. wherever the Lord's table is taking place, there's a proclamation of mm-hmm. the truth taking oh, yeah. place. There it is. Yeah, there mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And so in, in so many different ways, God in his great wisdom and kindness preserves truth for people. Mm. And and so you respond, I mean you grow as you respond to the truth that you know. Mm. So it's
0: still at the end of the day, you, however you can get the Bible in you is what we need. So whether that's songs or whether it's actual reading the Bible or whether it's hearing a, you know, a sermon, daily Bible intake is what we need yeah. to grow as believers.
1: And I love that and you've, you've said that to your, mm. the class that you shepherd here at our church mm-hmm. more than once, you know that what you need is daily Bible intake and that's mm-hmm. that's a great way to put it if you think about the the physical the need for food for physical sustenance the same is true in the spiritual realm you need food mm-hmm. and the food is the word of god
0: mm-hmm. and then last point just that the point that this command to be holy as i am holy obviously in our Besetting sins or keeping us from full holiness until the Lord appears, but um, That implies a never-ending process until we meet the Lord, right?
1: It does and in scriptures key to that How do you know what holiness is? Yeah, how do you know the character of God? How mm. do you know what God expects of us and desires mm. from us? The answer is the Word of God and mm. so to be holy as God is holy means I need the knowledge of God Where mm. do I find it? Mm. You find it in the word of God. Mm. So if you want to know your God, you study his word. Mm. And if you want to walk in the character that pleases him, you obey his word. Mm. So the word of God is central to that. Thanks again
0: for joining us for this episode of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now Straight Truth is listener supported. So if you'd like to find out ways how you can help us to continue to produce this podcast, you can go to our website and find out ways to do that, straighttruth.net. At that website, you'll also find links to all of our previous episodes and our social media channels, so be sure to check it out. Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.